Hello, I'm Ruth, the host of Unleash Your Goddess. We have a treat for you today, a lovely lady who brings us a powerful message to us women. You will be left feeling empowered. All around the world, women raise up in competition, gossiping, belittling each other. There's jealousy. This is not us. This is patriarchy. We women have to support each other. We all have something to give. We are all learning from each other. Let's embrace that space today where we all matter. We need to connect and empower each other. A big welcome to Desiree Astiba Kara. Let's jump straight into this life-changing chat. Hello, Des, and welcome to the show. We're really pleased to have you on today, and I'm looking forward to hear your journey. Hi, Ruth. Thank you for having me today. It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) What message do you want to get across today? I would like my message to be about a transformation story of healing with love. Um, I think this is the story of many of us. It is the story of my lineage. No, that's so true. If you had the opportunity to be immortal, would you take it? We are all immortal. Uh, We existed for billions of years in different manifestations because we are life. Life cannot die. We are souls living in a 3D experience on Earth. And when we die in this existence, we are recycled in this infinite cycle of life. And that's my belief. Yes, that's a lovely belief. I've come from a a religious cult. I respect if people want to believe that, but I don't believe in that. And so I'm at the crossroads of what to believe. But I like the idea of what you are talking about. That's a lovely way to view it. Going back to your childhood, was it happy or sad? I can label my childhood as one of happy or sad. I think we have all moments of sadness and all moments of happiness. I had a childhood trauma due to abuse. And I think this is the wound or the patriarchal society that we're living in. And this wound has been running on my blood for generations. And perhaps our parents were not able to look after the wounded child uh, in themselves. So when we are embracing our wounded child, we're embracing all the wounded children of past generations. That's powerful. I think in them days, for your parents, when they were children, there wasn't any help out there at all. They just survived, didn't they? And they just got on. Yes, I when... think uh, this is like, it's what we're passing on to our yeah. children. Like they didn't know better. When you know the ways to be, you behave what you have learned. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Till somebody says no and you break the cycle, which is what you've done. We're going to talk more today about your recovery journey and we're looking forward to find out what tools that you used and how you went with it. You was involved in some narcissistic relationships. Did you see the red flag? In my relationships, uh, I had an awareness of things not being right. But because I was conditioned by my childhood trauma, I try to ignore the red flags. So for me, having a toxic relationship was kind of normal. Of course, I knew this was not good. But when you do not know better, it's hard to tell what a healthy relationship is. That's right. What would you say to someone in a narcissistic relationship right now? I would say to any woman who has had the struggle to survive, I would say to you, you are a warrior. And you have inside of you the power to change your life. Yes. If you doubt your strength, just look at where you are. You are resilient. The life experiences you have is one that only a warrior can survive. Look at all the traumas that you've been going through and how each time you have picked yourself up 
you know, we all look for love and recognition, but that love that you're yearning for is inside of you. Yes. And the only thing you have to, to do is, uh, you know, take that courage, take the first step towards freedom and the path will unfold in front of you. Yes. What was your first step that you took towards freedom in them relationships? I think I have a breakdown. Yes. Breakdown. I was like, but I have someone very little to look after. And I knew, I knew, you know, if I stay here, my daughter, we have the same life experience that I'm having now. It is my responsibility as her mother to change that. Yes. I did it for her. And I think I call her my hero because, you know, she really, really brought me all that courage to just live. And I live with nothing. Yes. But I'm here now and I don't regret anything that I have done. And you have your freedom now. I have my freedom. I I am in a better mind state. Yes. (laughs) Again, it's breaking that cycle, isn't it? It's breaking the cycle because if you would have stayed in that, that's all your daughter would know. And then she'll get into a relationship and that's all Mm -hmm. she'll know. And it'll just keep going on and on. So Baya's taking that step. It's actually a bigger step than what we think. And it has more impact, Mm -hmm. doesn't it? Yes, it does. Going to move on to the day you found out you was pregnant. How did you feel? I think I just, I, you know, I was, I have a dream with my daughter, actually. (laughs) I have a dream that I was in the beach with a little baby. She looks like me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's coming. And I didn't want to know the sex of my baby. But all the way through, I knew I was having a girl. Oh. Yeah. So I feel out of the space. But somehow I knew this has to happen, you know. So I just going to allow it to happen because her soul was calling me already. <laughs> yes. Yes. How old is she now? She's four. Oh, lovely. A lovely age. I've got a grandchild that's four. That is a nice age. We'll just quickly hit on um, the depression and suicide and but mainly Mm. about what got you through that positive around that. What happened? I went through the dark night of the soul. I realized it was my soul talking to me through my body. I'm a person who is very positive and optimist. And I love life and nature. So for me, having those thoughts of, you know, societal thoughts even, it was quite a tough because I have a battle with myself. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. what's going on? Um, so I sat and listened. And I knew what was not right. And, you know, I gained the strength through my soul. How did you oh, sit I, and listen? What did you do? I practiced meditation and yoga. So sometimes I would sit even on the bath, you know, that was my getaway escape. Or Yes. <laughs> so sometimes I have to uh, thought of very clear thought, like clarity that I knew, like, I'm, this is not me. I, I'm not the one making myself feel like that. Um, what is going on? Um, so I think it was very important for me to listen to my body, what he was trying to tell me, like. What do I have to do to feel better? Because I wanted to feel better. Yes. What so did you do to feel better? I start back to my practices that uh, I was not allowed to practice when you live in a same hole with someone who doesn't respect you. Um, so I started uh, again to meditate with the moon, to do the rituals, calling what you need, releasing what you have to let go. And slowly, slowly, I, I came back to myself. And then 
when I when I look back, I really, really think this is have to happen for me to yes. get where I am here. Otherwise, this will not have happened. No. That situation even. Yeah. I give thanks to that yes. because life forged our character. Yeah. I'm not going to say we are the product of our life, but it's have a lot to, to do with yes. who we are. <laughs> yes. And you have to do something. You can't just sit there and expect it to fall on your lap, even if it's just little pigeon steps, yeah. small steps. You have to do something positive, changes to come in. It isn't just all of a sudden a light bulb moment and, exactly. and you're cured. It takes work and therapies, doesn't it? You were talking about what you did. Have you got a page or a website that people can go to to find out more about what you do? I'm recently uh, on the process of building up my website. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, running Moon Lodge from next month. So that's something that I'm looking forward to. And I'm going to have it in, Sp- in Spanish and English. Oh, lovely. Because I want to reach as many people as possible. I think on the circumstances that we are living worldwide, we need to come back to the mother. Yes. You know? Yes. And that's how we, we're going to heal. That's right. Have you got a Facebook page? Oh, yes, I do. What's that called? Um, it's my name. is Desiree Esteba Gara. Can you spell that, please? Oh, yes, of course. It's D-E-S-I-R-E-E, Esteva, E-S-T-E-V-A, Cara, C-A-R-A. That's a beautiful name, by the way. Thank you. If anybody wants to contact you or find out more about what you do, they can go to your page and, um, and message you. That'd be lovely. Thank you. We'll talk about your amazing birth journey and the turning point in your life. Oh, yes. Um, the day of my childbirth um, was just magical. <laughs> I I was on, I have a home birth and I oh. was inside the, the pool, the birth pool. And I went really deep into meditation and I left my body and I went into other realms. And there I made my child souls and my. And when I came back to my body with the last contractions, I felt her coming through my portal into this earth. Wow. I was giving birth to her and to my new self. I remember picking her up and looking into her eyes. And oh. It was just love. Yes, yeah. A special and, gift. Yes. And it's her love like that saved me. Oh, oh that's beautiful. Did you have a natural birth? Yes. So if you can tell us about the strength that came from a fire inside you that you never knew, what was that, do you think? That was becoming a mother. You know, when you're a mother, it's like you have someone to protect. And I know my daughter activated the role of a lioness inside of me. And I think it was, you know, fast asleep somehow. And from that moment on, I knew that I must end the wounded cycle of abuse within me. I vowed that you would not have to carry the same burden. So my goal was to heal and to embrace the woman that I am and embark on that path of healing and empowerment. And I understood on there that the importance uh, to use my wounds to greater good. And that is how I started to wave my gifts and my childhoods into a vision of a healing space for women to remember who we truly are and what we're capable of. That's beautiful. I can feel it within. It's powerful. I can feel it stirring within (laughs) the smiles. (laughs) Can you tell us your journey as everything began to fall into place and you started remembering your past life? So 
I always remember past lives um, since I was little. And in my dreams, I made my previous lives. I used to wake up screaming and, you know, my mother would come and ask me what's going on. And I was uh, maybe dreaming with war or being born. <laughs> so I started um, to, to connect my dreams with the things that I knew without learning them. Like I was uh, used to make potions and pray to the moon. And I talked to the animals and to trees and with nature and my friends would make fun of me. Yes. <laughs> and I, I had very, lots of premonitions from early age. And then, you know, sometimes you think, oh, what is that? You don't pay attention. But then as you live your life, all those things fall into place and they start to make sense. Yes. So, yes, um, that's how everything started. That's great. And you reconnected with cosmic energies. Can you tell us more? You became a priestess and a life coach. Yes. Um, so for me, as I say, my life since very early age was, I was very connected to the moon cycles and with nature. I think women have forgotten about the natural connection that we have with the rhythms of Mother Earth and the moon. And for me to reconnect with the natural cycle of my menstruation and the cycle of the moon was essential to bring forth my healing. I started to honor my blood and giving it back to the earth and living my life like a ritual uh, with each moon phase. This brought me so many memories as well from any previous lives. And finally, I could see the whole picture of me, of who I was and who I meant to be. And as a priestess and a seer and an energy alchemist, um, my connection with divine feminine power is my medicine. I believe the rise of the feminine power would restore balance to our world. Yeah, my offer now is to guide women like me to reclaim their energetic sovereignty. But if somebody wants to start off to become a priestess, reconnecting with cosmic energies, what's the first thing that they should do? Yes, I think they should tap within, like uh, watch yourself, your own cycle. And where does it fall with the moon? And then what is your life experiences? What are your experiences? Because um, we are connected with the cosmos. It's like a map, you know, inside of us. And it reflects, reflect back what we are experiencing in, in our reality. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's quite powerful. I know. I haven't really looked into it, but I do feel when there's a full moon, when there's a, you know, there is a change in me, but I've never really looked into it. Is there anything I can read or a website that I can go to to find out how to tap into that more? Um, The first thing they should do is to sit and listen to their inner voice um, because we need to come back to our own wisdom. We need to trust our higher self. We need to uh, strength that that connection that we have with our own guides and with our own selves. For example, in my in my own path and journey, um, it's obvious for me that I connect with my higher self through my dreams, and there I gain the wisdom of all my previous lives. But also in my waking up hours. I try to read the omens. Tiny, no! And with that, I mean, um, just to give you an example, um, 
few weeks ago, I was walking, um, having questions about my life and which steps to take ne next. And I was uh, having a, a walk through the coast and I arrived to that little beach and I decided to sit down on a, on a spot. And just a minute after, a seal appeared in front of me. And when I went to Google to look for the symbol of the seal and what does it mean, what it represents, the medicine, the totem, um, for me, it was like, whoa, a massive, you know, um, massive, massive message from Mother Nature. They told to us, the spirit told to us through nature all the time. So we have to be more aware of what is surrounding us, um, the shape of the clouds or even which animal is appearing to you at this time. So yeah, to those people that they want to know more, there are so many resources um, I think the internet is, is that gift of, you know, connecting with everything that is out there. Um, but when you tap into your own wisdom and your own self and you ask for um, the right uh, knowledge to come to you, for the right teachers, for the right gurus, things come in magical ways. <laughs> Another example is that um, in one of my dreams of my, of my priestess's lives, I, I was on a cave and, you know, and I was in that beautiful land collecting herbs and there was a mountain and on the top of the mountain uh, there was that amazing castle. Just before I wake up from that dream, the last word I hear was Monsegur. Amazingly enough, I went to Google and I Googled Montsegur, that place existed, and I came across a, a link. Um, and then that's how I found Ishtara Rose. She was on her website talking about her trips to Montsegur, the story of the Qatars. So I, I got in touch with her. Um, if you want to know more about priestesshood and the rituals and, you know, um, if you want to really, really embark on that uh, priestess path, I recommend that you come to her because she's a really wise uh, woman who is in touch with Mary Magdalene and, and the Qatars and, and all of that. And if you want to know more what is your purpose in these lives? Um, I recommend that you have a look at your um, numerology. You can have um, your astral chart read. I have my friend um, Charlotte and, and Luis. They are both amazing astrologers. And, you know, there are so many things that you can look at. Different books, for example, I recommend The Goddess Wisdom by Danishka. This book is full of, of, of you know, things and that you're gonna, you don't know because we haven't um, learned about them in our history, but they are true, as well as um, The Green Witch by Murphy Hiscott. Uh, or The Witch Way by Robin Greenway. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are so many resources, but the first thing to do is to trust your own path. 
to tap into yourself, ask for guidance, and the rest will just come. And there is it's as, as central knowledge. Um, I can see more and more the rise of the feminine, and there are more women like me doing those practices. And it's a it's a way to remember because the knowledge you carry that in you. Yes. You as a woman are connected so much with the earth and the moon. So just by opening up, you know, and recognize who you are. Yes. And is that and through meditation? Um, it can be through meditation or it can be through like a ritual. We all have our practices, like any habit. It would be like adding a new habit into your daily routine. Right. So you can journey, you can look at the moon, what does it mean? How am I feeling now? You know, just yes. tapping where you are and where yes. you want to go. Yeah, great. That's lovely. Do you feel you've got to go through certain spiritual doors for others to open to get deeper and deeper into that? Anybody that is going on their spiritual journey, sometimes it's hard to know which way to go. You get so far and there's so much around you and so many people saying this worked for me, this worked for me. What's the best way to go? We are different and I believe we all have our own path, but we are heading towards the same destination. Yes. For example, if we look into the prophecies, um, I'm amused how all the cultures around the world are talking about the same thing at this time yes. that we are. Yeah. And I think we can see it. We can see women being more empowered. Yes. We can see we are having the support that we need. We are talking. Yes. We yeah. want to change. We want to heal. And for me, that's the confirmation of what is going on. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's really, really and we seem to be uh, coming together more as well. But I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling like that. There's a togetherness that's coming, which is lovely, which is yes. nice. Because I think it's always you should hold each other up, not not obviously say horrible things and put each other down. Holding our sisters up. It's all around the world. Women are raised up in competition, gossiping, yeah. belittling each other, yeah. like jealousy. This is not us. No. Uh, this is the patriarchy. Yeah. And we women, we have to support each other. We all have something to give. We always learning from each other as well. Yes. And like what I really, really want to embrace is a space where we are all matter, where we support each other to empower each other, you know? Yes. To become world. We we just need to connect. And and that's what I can see. And that makes me really, really happy. Yeah. Do you run courses for women? Well, I'm just starting with oh, the courses. Exciting. Uh, I used to do it with my friends before the lockdown. I like to, I have kind of mixed together the moon rituals with my coaching because that's the way I heal myself. And I want to share those tools with others. Yes. And what therapies do you offer? I would not call it therapy. Um, I would call it a uh, discovery of yourself. <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not doing anything because yeah. we all have that power. Yes. So if you think about energy, you think about two balls. Like if I throw a ball to hit another, I will, that energy will make the other ball move. Yes. You know, so that's how I can describe the process. The process. Yes. Um, I like to activate in, in others their own healing power, their own power. That is a lot better when they can go within and you teach them how to use the tools that they've already got. Yes, which, the power which is are, always inside. Yeah. 
It is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't see it or feel it. <laughs> but it's there. It's- I, I like to remind others of their power and, you know. Powerful. Have you got mm-hmm. one last message to give to the ladies? I'm passionate about witnessing the rise of others into their highest expression. I will facilitate moon lodges, which have the special ability to accelerate your spiritual growth, healing, and empowerment. It is time that the woman on earth gather in sacred cycles to heal and empower each other. In the moon lodge, we will learn the ways of the wise woman and practice ancestral rituals and ceremonies in each moon phase, which will help us remember the connection we have with the moon and with Mother Earth. During this process of awakening your female divinity, you will strengthen the connection with your womb and your higher self. Wow. Is that done in a circle of women or individually? Yes, Yes, that's going to be done in a cycle of women because I think the medicine has to reach men too. Yes. It's so necessarily. I like the cycle to include those men who are ready to make balance between the feminine and the masculine. Yes. Oh, that's exciting. There isn't much help for men. And it's harder for them to reach out than for us women, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And is that going to be online or is that going to be Both. I I will be running um, online courses or um, moon lodges online. Um, also in Spain and I'm going to be doing physically in the UK. Lovely and where are you based in the UK? I'm in Hove in Brighton. Okay okay not far from me. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) You're welcome to join. (laughs) Yes I'm tempted. When do they start? My start date I want to be the 20. I wanted to be the 20. Um, it's a matter of uh, if everything is ready and into place. Yes, yeah. I mean, I believe in timing of the universe, do you? Yeah, and I think <laughs> it will be when the universe decides, okay, it's ready. As so I thank you so much for sharing that. There's so many powerful tools there for us to use. And again, if the listeners want to find out more, have any more questions, they can contact you. I'm going to move on to thank the quick you. fire questions. What makes you smile? I think nature makes us smile. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I, lo- I love nature. Are we creators of our own destiny? Yes. Your favorite book and why? The Great Cosmic Mother, because that book contains lots of knowledge from archaeologists and historians about the truth of our society, how everything started, you know, like language. and the calendar and all of that and it's been you know suppressed because the patriarchy will not ever consider the woman as initiators or of language or you know the recognition behind that is yeah oh that sounds like a good book that sounds great I'm going to be looking that one up afterwards (laughs) have you read the women who run with wolves I read a couple of uh, chapters in Italian. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really good book. Yes. It is. Yeah. Do you believe in deja vu? Oh, yes. Yeah, totally. One song you love and why? I love Pachamama. It's a song from Nessie Gome. Yes. Um, For me, it's it's bring me to, I think it's just embody like everything that I believe. Oh, beautiful. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful song. 
a message to your 18-year-old self, what would you say? I say to my 18-year-old self, don't try to heal others um, and heal yourself first. Yeah. I've only just learned that and I'm 52. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. What's the thing that people get wrong about you? Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. I think I'm very straight person. I always say what I think without considering how others will receive it. Yes. So it can sound touchless. Yeah, I, I have few issues. I think that's good though it's better to know what somebody thinks about yes. you and and what yeah. they feel and I think sometimes British are too are too polite <laughs> oh yes you are like that's yes, so confused me <laughs> I never apologize for who no. I am because no. when I say something that I truly feel and I triggered you yes you are the one who has to look at that yes that's right two things you are grateful for in your life I'm grateful for my daughter and I'm grateful for my wisdom. Yes. Who do you admire? I admire my mother, actually, even, you know, if our journey wasn't all roses. Yes. Um, she is a very strong woman who raised seven children on wow. her own. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Hard. Hard work. One last message to those suffering right now. I say to this woman, the power that reside inside of you is the force of nature it is life itself wanting to create we need you the wars need you and in this time to live by example we are the change that this world needs and it's time to change the narrative traumatized women have the potential to become the most powerful people in this mm. world Oh, that's beautiful. Did you write that? That's beautiful. Uh, yes, um, I it hit straight, I straight I to the heart. Yeah, I, I changed yesterday uh, a little bit of uh, the test. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Do you write poetry and write? I write, yes, I yeah. write a lot. Yeah. And um, I tend to write in Spanish, uh, yeah. but there are a few points that I can translate and, and share it with you if you like. Yes, please. Yes, please. Thank you so much for coming on today you, really. it's been a pleasure it really has we are honored to have to have you on today thank you. it's an opportunity oh you're more than welcome thank you des for opening your heart up today to us ladies wow i feel empowered right now to embrace that space where we all matter we support each other to empower each other and ladies we need to connect more and pull together your story matters we all have the power within Des activates in others their own healing power through moon lodges. To find out more, go to unleashyourgoddess.co.uk and it will be on the information page. I love the following words Des shared. Traumatised women have the potential to become the most powerful people in the world. That is such powerful words. I want to thank you Des for taking the time today to come on and to share your story with us. Thank you. See you on the next one.